Hello, hello. I am Brother Shedrick and welcome to the Recipe for Your Health show. The down-to-earth show about achieving total wellness, overcoming obstacles, and becoming the person you were created to be, body, soul, and spirit. Now, let's get started. Okay, I would like to start this inaugural episode off with a little story, a story that I think, and I guess I could say a cute story from the Bible, the book of Luke chapter two, verse 41 through 51. And I'm really going to key in on uh, verses 49 through 50. Now, I'd like to start off by saying this. Biblical scholars, some would lead you to believe that the Bible is this very lofty, heavy, uh, and obviously sacred uh, book of writing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. At the same time, from experience, I know the Bible to be a great book of wisdom to help us guide ourselves through life, a wonderful book of stories. And also when you get deep into um, the Bible, it's really the ultimate love story. It's the story of a creator who loves his creation so much that he goes to extraordinary lengths to draw us close to him and keep us close to him. So um, forgive me if I, if I don't uh, approach the Bible is something to be intimidated by. I really just think it's a great book that everybody should enjoy. Uh, so anyway, going into this uh, scripture that I'd like to share, it's in, again, the book of Luke, and it tells a story, and I'm going to set it up real quick. It tells a story of Jesus as a young man, a 12-year-old, and his family, they're taking a trip to Jerusalem for the holiday, and uh he gets left behind. I mean, he actually deliberately chooses to stay behind in Jerusalem and he spends his time um, in the synagogue or the temple with elders and wise men. And he's having conversations with them while his entourage or his his caravan rather of family members end up uh, a day's trip away before they realize that he wasn't with them. So obviously uh, this upsets his parents and they have to double back. And then um, they ultimately find him in the temple with the leaders of the community, which is where the leaders gathered, the, 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 the scholars of his day. And uh, it says, starting in chapter 48, it says, and when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you thus dealt with us? So in other words, why have you put us through this? Why have you caused this situation? And um, she goes on to say, behold, your father and I have sought you sorrowing. So in other words, uh, like any good parents, they were upset that their 12 year old boy is missing and uh, not with the rest of the children or the rest of the, the family. And so they very directly confront him with this. And there's some wonderful takeaways that I'll talk about uh, once we look at his response to this whole scenario that I think any of us and all of us can can glean from. We can we can actually uh, as adults uh, derive a, a ton of uh, wisdom from how this child responds to his parents. Uh, so it says in um, 
the next verse, verse 49. And he said to them, how is it that you sought me? So in some versions say, why were you looking for me? So uh, Jesus is questioning him, like, why are you looking for me? And then he goes on to say, because this is puzzling in itself, is he goes on to say, knew you not that I must be about my father's business? Or in other words, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? So I guess there's some something a little bit different encased in this particular verse, because he's saying to them, you know, you're my parents. You you know me. You've raised me up to this point of being 12 years old. Do you not know who I am or do you not know that I must be about my father's business? So he kind of turns the situation around. And then um, it says in verse 50, and they understood not the sayings which he spoke. So they were kind of dumbfounded, like what, you know, this, what is this 12 year old really talking about? And what I think is happening here, you have a 12 year old boy who knows at 12 years old, what his purpose in life is. Somehow he knows that 18 years from now, at the age of 30, he would start a ministry, an extraordinary ministry that changes the world. So he's challenging his parents and and, uh, and their perception uh, because of this thing that he knows that they may not even be able to understand at this stage. And then it goes on to say uh, he, he went down with them and came to uh, Nazareth, which is the place where they lived and was subjected to them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. So Jesus did not rebel against his parents. He event, he ultimately went with them and, and he, it says he subject, he was subject to them. So he became obedient to his parents. But this whole exchange brings about some questions. And, and, and I guess it exposes some things that I think we can all learn from. First of all, the first takeaway in my mind that we all should glean from this experience uh, of this 12 year old child, Jesus, is that there is power in purpose. Uh, let me say that again. There is power in purpose. Once you know your purpose, that gift, that set of gifts, that reason that God has put you here on this planet, that thing that you must do, you are empowered by that reality. Uh, and the second thing I think we can take from this, that power of purpose gives you confidence. It, it allows you to make decisions knowing that you're making the right decisions because it's based on a truth that is deep within your heart and soul. So confidence is what we get when we walk in our purpose and understand our purpose. And finally, and this is the most, I think, most important of all of the takeaways, the, uh, the third and most important takeaway. It is that when you are empowered by your purpose, understanding your gifts, you become not only confident, but you become unapologetic. This is, I, I think, the most important takeaway here. You can walk unapologetically in that truth once you understand your God-given purpose for being here. And I think that is just a wonderful, wonderful thing that, that comes across in this, this, again, very interested and kind of cute story of Jesus's life as a young child. Because as a child, 
it's obvious that he inconvenienced his parents. It's obvious that they were upset. But nonetheless, it was it would have been disingenuous and, and untrue for him to apologize because he, he did it knowingly and intentionally. And he did it because he placed the priority. This thing that he knew that they didn't understand that he had to do with his life in order to fulfill his purpose. So anyway, it's always a pleasure. I hope you you benefit from this. I hope that you get what I got or some of what uh, is in this story. And, and uh, obviously you can go back and, and take time and read it for yourself. But again, um, when it comes to uh, power, purpose gives us power. Purpose gives us confidence. Purpose allows us to be unapologetically ourselves. And if that self is being a Christian, and I'm not talking about being a judge, because we are not as Christians ordained to judge the world, we are here. It is our responsibility to live such that we influence the world. So anyway, thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. It's always a pleasure. This is Brother Shedrick, and I'm just signing out and look forward to the next time we get to come together. Hello, family. This is Brother Shedrick, and I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to the Recipe for Your Health show. My hope is that it blesses you. I also want to remind you that this is truly a labor of love since we don't receive money or support from any sponsors. Our only mission is to help you thrive. So if you want to learn more about ways to supercharge your health, visit RecipeForYourHealth.com. That's recipe numeral four yourhealth.com, where you can download some amazing free resources to help you take your health to the next level.